everybody, and welcome to another episode of Super Black. We are your host, Carl. I'm Dan. And today we're going to be talking about the Punisher Netflix series. Dan, how did you feel about the Punisher Netflix series? Sleeper success. Um, it's in my top three for the Marvel television shows. And I felt that it came out the wrong time, There's, especially in this American culture. Yeah. Um, people weren't ready to to digest that type of show. Uh, yeah, we had a we had a brief conversation about that where it was, we both felt it was very not poorly timed. It's it's not on Marvel to you know they they greenlit this show a while ago, and the Punisher is who he is. It's just recent events and crazy people have made this show kind of hard to watch at moments. But I I agree overall it's it's a it's a pretty good show. Just yeah, it's just just very, it's very on the nose in some yeah, on in some respects. Like so, like the, that one character, Lewis. He's he's more terrifying than the Punisher. Oh, oh full, abs- full spoilers, by the way. Oh yes. yes, please, yes, yes, guys. Full spoilers. If you haven't seen the entire thing, we recommend highly recommend you watch it. If you can stomach it, go right ahead. It can get very gruesome at times, but it's worth the watch. But um, but, but even more the the gruesome stuff i i can actually take i think it's the fairly like in-depth look at the mental instability that can occur when you feel like the world is shunning you and 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 turning its back on you and that character lewis who is basically the punisher in in a more drastic uh, mentally unstable place, and let's not split hairs. Frank Castle is mentally unstable, but the only time he's stable is when he has a knife in his hand. And he's killing people up close. Yeah, that's the only time he seems he seems at home. Ready at, at home. Yeah. He's, he's a monster. He's a killer. Like you, you cannot get past that. You know, there's no excuse for that. Um, but they did a very good job of creating a world. Where, say Frank Castle and himself, they humanized him. The best they could, but I think where this show sh- shines is all the subplots of the different characters that exist around him. Mm-hmm. You know, Lewis, like you said, perfect example of you know this is this is a PSA, you know PSA wrapped up in a comic book uh, television show. Yeah, you know they they delved very deeply into PTSD, which I feel people a lot more people need to pay attention to exactly what that is, understand what people are going through. Um, and just be mindful of people that might be in, or might be in need of, of some real, real help. And then they even tr- at one point tried to battle, tried to show both sides of the guns issue. Uh, it, it's hard to, to jump into that realm and still be taken, taken seriously in the television show because there's a fine line of, of like, yo, you're just shoehorning this in. You know, was, was that when, uh, what's the name? Um, Paige. What's the yes. name? Where she was going up against that senator who wanted less guns and she wanted more guns. That, yes. Yeah, I hated that because oh, absolutely. One, it's a, it's... one, they had poor arguments. Well, not poor arguments, but very quickly uh, defined arguments. Where it was like one episode was defined was was all about this subject, mm-hmm. and the resolution was it didn't matter. Because the guy, he was, they, they, they brought up this conversation of gun control, but Lewis was blowing people up. 
Mm-hmm. Like it, it had nothing to do with guns. It's like we need more. We need more gun legislation. And then uh, the the reporter lady is like, I have a you know she has a gun and she you have to be responsible while Lewis is blowing things up. That's not you're you're definitely shoehorning stuff in at that point. And I get yep. it. You want to have the the conversation, but at least wrap it better. Say I, I say I didn't look at, look at it that way because I was thinking about the Punisher. Punisher wasn't blowing things up. They're they're using Punisher because at that point the Punisher was implicated with with Lewis, right? So the Punisher comes with that baggage already of having big guns blowing people up and all that different stuff, right? So like I saw it a little differently. And yes, that conversation they left it open ended because like that's the American culture in general where like you you know we have the First Amendment we can have that conversation, and I think they. No, I was like, I was about to say, I think they felt as if they can't leave that episode with having a definitive point of view. They just laid the arguments out there, and it's up to you to make your decision at that point. Right? I guess but, I don't know. Yeah. I I feel like I feel like if th- they didn't have a direct stance on it, or even really wrap that storyline up clearly, mm-hmm. in, in terms of the gun control thing. Oh but yeah, I because the, the Lewis one was was. Mwah! Yeah, Lewis. Lewis, his uh, his whole subplot was was terrifying. It was eye opening. It was uneasy to watch. Just it was the most uneasy part of it because you see this man who feels like he's been abandoned and forgotten, just slowly have everything in his life chip away, whether it's on his end or by the manipulations of somebody else who they think they're helping him which was the the worst part like having oh uh, wow yes like his uh who is it his 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 counselor the i forget no, his not, name not 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 his counselor it's like somebody that sat on the counseling sat in on the counseling sessions with him no 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 no, no that that no the the counselor himself when he went to um i i don't know any of these people's names when he went Curtis to Hoyle. yeah when he went to the what is it the mercenary group and said you can't uh Oh, you can't yes. hire him because he's mentally unstable. He's he's not right. And then the, then the mercenary group basically saying, I, I trust you, so I'm not gonna hire him. And just the betrayal, I understood I understood that guy's betrayal. He's like, You're supposed you you went up and took something from me that, you know, something that would make me whole again. Like I would be I, I would feel at home here and you you stole it from me. And that's why he went on this little weird thing but also to your point um with the guy who took advantage of him uh and his mental state saying you know the government's doing this to you and you you need to you know come with me and let's hand out flyers and then just turns his back on him when things get tough like every every little piece of, of of his world was failing him and the only way he can reconcile it was to start blowing shit up (laughs) yeah to become a terrorist yeah he became a domestic terrorist and yes. and he and you see him battling with it a little bit when Frank is like, "You're gonna kill us both, yo, or you're gonna kill all three of us because you're gonna have to do it." So you tell me uh, what you want to do. I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> he, he like basically tested him. He's like, "Let's see how how crazy you actually are." Which I thought that was a very tense episode. Obviously, he wasn't gonna blow up Frank because it was like the sixth episode or some shit like that. But yeah. um, it was still tense where he was like, "Yeah, cut the red wire, uh, cut the white wire," and then ran away. <laughs> He's like, "Oh man." It, 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 that that yeah. show, yeah, it was yeah. it was rough. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. Like this is the first time I think the thirteen episode format actually worked. I think I think 
the writers heard the plea of everybody else, like, why is Netflix turning these shows into these crawling 13 long, 13 episode long treks? I think this one the, with the subplot of Lewis, and like I said, all the other characters, um, uh, Curtis Hoyle is one of my favorite characters in that show. Like, the fact that, say, okay, so spoilers once again, Curtis Hoyle is the counselor and friend of Frank Castle and friend of, uh, 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 what's his name, what's his name, what's his name? Yeah, it's um, hard, right? <laughs> yeah. See, I, 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 I know his name name, but I don't want to spoil that just yet. We'll get to it eventually. But, like, he's, he's friend everybody in the show, right? And he spends his time counseling these people and trying to help them. Ben Barnes. And then what, That's the, and, the, and the, actor's, yeah. the actor's name. And, it's Ben Barnes. And, and when you get to the point where he admits why he's trying to help these people, it's like, oh, you're heartbroken. Right. Yeah. It's, he's doing it because it's the only way it makes him feel whole. Because he was under the impression himself, like, what he was doing was for not. You know, like, he didn't really make a difference. And he's trying to convince other people, in turn, trying to convince himself that everything he, he did and is doing now is worth it. You know? It, 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 they, they had some really well-defined characters on that show. Absolutely. Outside, yeah, outside of the the all the drama and the shooting and the the gutting they really did make you care about people like there is an episode where like curtis gets the crap kicked out of him by lewis and then strapped to a chair with the, with some bombs and i did not want him to die i felt for that guy i was like he's just trying to help he's trying to kind of save this guy he sees going down a terrible road and it led him to being strapped to a homemade ied and I was, just, I just felt bad for him. I was like, please, please don't kill off Curtis. And thankfully, Curtis actually makes it to the end of the, the, the series, which, you know, is just another guy, another black guy that we can say made it to the end of a show. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the, the entire, like the, how many occasions during that entire series? Like I was at that point when I'm sitting, sitting next to Ashley and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to let him go. Like it was one of those things. Like I had to go through the five, like five stages of grief. <laughs> Just like okay, I'm ready to let him go because it's inevitable that this is going to have to happen. I was like, all right, fine. Just, 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 just pull the bandit quickly. He's like, oh, oh, hey, no, no, hey, he's still here. Yay! <laughs> let's uh, uh let, let's jump to the. I want to jump to the end and talk about the reveal about who the main villain of next season is. Uh, the same guy we just mentioned, um, Ben Barnes, I believe his name was. Yes, I just said it. Who his, he played a guy named Billy Russo, pretty Billy, pretty Billy Russo, who gets mangled at the end of that sh- mangled at the end of that show, and becomes or is set to become Jigsaw. I I, I it was one of those moments in uh, watching something nerdy where I went, oh snap, he's Jigsaw. Like I'd never put it together, and it all made sense as I look look back on the whole uh, Pretty Billy, and he's always talking about his looks, and he he actually made a puzzle reference earlier. He's like, I I I I work better uh, putting people together or something like that. He had he had a line where it was very puzzle focused, and mm-hmm. then when Frank Castle grabs his face and just just runs it down a cracked mirror, just. Get out of here! Just, just slowly, and they linger on his face, just sliding down this this cracked mirror. I was like, "Oh God!" I was, oh, 
It's Jigsaw. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I was like, I'm, so I remember happy. Hearing, <laughs> I, I remember hearing that name early in the in the, uh, in the season. I was like, Russo. Russo, that sounds familiar. And I didn't bother doing the research because like, I'm the type of person, like, I hear a name, and, like, especially when I'm watching, like, the Arrowverse, where I see somebody pop up, it's like, whose name is that? And I do a quick Google search. I held off as much as possible for spoilers. Like, I ruined it for myself the second to last episode, I think, because I was I was going through I was scrolling through Facebook, something like that, and then the reveal was made via Facebook because people like to do that that stuff, whatever. Oh. But at the same time, I was like, oh, that's that's awesome. Yeah. You know, I was like, I'm I'm a little upset that it got spoiled for me, but I'm okay with this because like, I, I was okay with those first ten episodes of not knowing where this character is going. I I liked I liked that little uh his this this season actually serves as a jigsaw origin story yeah any final thoughts on punisher Let, let's let's wrap the punisher that's like once again that's where for me that's where the 13 episodes worked for this because you were able to build up so many characters build up relationships with these characters and feel it when they go over the top when you think they're about to die strapped to a chair and then when they have their face turned into a cheese grater you know ran through a cheese grater you know, it's it's it did a really good job this season. And um, John Bernthal, how do you pronounce his name? Berenthal. John Bernthal. Yeah. It's like he grunts like the best of them. Oh yeah. And did a very good job of bringing this character to life. And you you could tell that he enjoyed this character. You could tell that he's trained to be this character. So I, I can appreciate that. Where it seems like. Some of the, the latest um, Netflix characters that kind of came in last minute, like, "Hey, I can't fight. Um, just chop it up and make it look like I can fight, and we'll go from there." Yeah, yeah. He uh, he basically took his Shane character from The Walking Dead, and you know made him grunt more. And yeah, that, that was basically the Punisher anyway. Like he was out there doing Punisher stuff in The Walking Dead, so they're like, "Well, he's just a perfect fit." Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed The Punisher. If you have thoughts on The Punisher, hit us up on Twitter and let us know what you thought. Uh, I don't know. I don't I don't really have anything else to close out on The Punisher. We don't have a, a whole lot of uh, black characters. We're glad Curtis made it to the end. That's a super that's, black thing. That's the main reason I want to talk about this. Is Such a well-realized character. Oh, and yeah, such, a, such a great actor to, to put into that role. You know, like, like I said, like I did not want him to die. And those, those moments where you thought he's going to die, like you crossing your fingers or making your piece of God and just moving on. Like they did such a really good job of bringing all these characters to life, especially Curtis. Indeed. So thank you guys for listening. Go watch Punisher, uh, Root for Curtis, if you haven't seen it already. We got nothing else for you. Have a great day. Full stop. Bye, guys. Bye.